it's no reason for a crab in the barrel mentality when it comes to the, uh, to the arts. And I speak on arts because I know it. I'm in it. I do it every single day. There's a lot. They're, they're paying. There's a lot of money out here to get. And I'm also starting to realize, too, through, through selling my own art, more black people are starting to see the value in investing in art. More people are starting to understand the value mm-hmm. of, like I said, what, did it mean? what does it mean to have a significant piece on my wall? What it could look like years from now. Because, you know, but as an artist, you know, I'm, not, I'm probably not going to see the... I'm not gonna put that into the universe though, but usually artists aren't around to see the fruit of their labor really like shoot up. You know what I mean? So if I were yeah, to have a child, like well, this, yeah. if I were to have a child, and you know, hey, this is the this is the son of Gene Gray. You know what I'm saying? Like this is his, his like his father did this or her father made this. This is where someone. So it's just a matter about you know setting yourself up for success to put yourself in a position to where as you know you could have a chance of building a generational wealth, but. It still goes back to collaboration. You know what I'm saying? Even again, you have me on your platform. That's a form of collaboration with two black creators that housed one idea, and now that's going to pretty much set the tone of what that looks like. So you see what I'm saying? So you see, like that's the importance of what that true collaboration looks like. So absolutely, I would want to. I would want to collaborate with the creators, 100. When people show you who they are, believe them. Yes. Listeners, the voice you've been listening to has been Jean Gray. Welcome to the show, Jean. I appreciate you having me, though. Thanks for coming on. We're going to use this segment to know a bit more about you, and then we progress with the show. So one thing I'm curious about, because you're an artist, right? Mm -hmm. What was the discovery process like for you? Like, when did you first find out that, oh, I like art, I understand it, and I have this desire to want to create something? It happened um, around like December of like 2017. I was a late bloomer with art. I've only been doing art since like 2017. I'm like okay. four years in. I was 27 at the time. So you do the math, <laughs> my old ass. <laughs> I discovered it around like around like 27. And I knew that was an avenue I wanted to take because I was always infatuated with um, with album art, with album covers. Okay. I was just, I was just always just kind of like fascinated with it. But of course, I'm like, well, shit, I can't do it. So I was just admired it. But one time I came across this uh, this European artist named Patso. And uh, he currently uh, works for Complex Magazine now. Never met the brother, but he had a segment where he would take like modern like hip hop albums and like look like jazz covers or make them look like real retro covers from like the 70s and shit like that you know what i mean and when i saw him do that i was like that's like the coolest shit in the world to me so then i started like kind of experimenting <laughs> i didn't know what i was doing i didn't i didn't have a program to do it so my dog one of my best friends my brother scrappy who mm-hmm. uh, at the time was like hey listen so this is, is this something you want to take serious if it is i got photoshop on my shit on my computer right now this is back in 2017 where you can actually like burn like a, disc a on cd it. yeah <laughs> you got to go install <laughs> so he was like not be serious like don't don't bullshit me i can come to the crib right now and i got you <laughs> all right cool so after work i went to his crib he burned it onto onto my uh onto his onto his hard drive and put it on the mine and i took it home and i get home mm-hmm. i open my on my computer on my desk, I crank my shit open. I'm like, yes, it's lit. You feel me? I opened up Photoshop. It's real. I almost threw my computer out the fucking window, bro, because it was looking like the, you know, like the Matrix algorithms. It was looking yeah, like, like Chinese. everything, like panels on the left. Like, what do you click? <laughs> no idea what I was doing, bro. And I'm like, son, what the fuck did I get myself into? But I had to remind myself, like, 
obviously this is my first time opening up the program. I've never seen it before, so obviously it's gonna look foreign to me. So what I did was I was like, hey son, let's do this 30 minutes a day yeah. after work. That's it. This 30 minutes, play around with it, figure it out, and it's gonna be what it's gonna be. And so I did 30 minutes after work, 30 minutes after work, and then before I knew it, I kind of started getting into a bit of a rhythm. Kind of started like, That's you know, cool. like understanding like how things kind of work. And before you know it. Yeah, feeling it out. Yeah. I was comfortable enough to actually like, you know, actually start taking a little more seriously. And just from there, I just, YouTube University, countless, endless hours of just like YouTube tutorials and just figured it out. Like everything else in life for the most part. <laughs> Nah, that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Cause yeah, four years later, chopping up with you, so clearly I did something right. You know what I mean? No, you did. Cause <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of similar on our end. Cause um, this whole podcasting, mm-hmm. I started with a friend, also a very good friend, and mm-hmm. I had no idea about audio editing. It was just like, okay, what the fuck are we doing? I know you record yeah. three yeah. or wave, and then what well, you put it in. What's a doll like? What logic? You have to use what garage band audition <laughs> and it's where you cut, you edit, and it really was scary at first. But you know, sometimes you really want to do something, you just like throw yourself at it. Then YouTube University, you look at tutorials, someone posts comments, you go, you know, figure it out. Like, okay, maybe I can try this next time, and you just kind of get better at it. So that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Honestly, still speaking, four years in. <laughs> I'm still learning new shit to this day, bro. Like I'm not, I'm never gonna be not done learning because uh, you know, old, like the older I get, and this, you know, the younger other artists are coming up as well. So I'm yeah, you just keep coming from everywhere, right? <laughs> and in the digital world, it's like dog years. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like four years, you can almost equate that to maybe like five, like to like six or seven years. So it's just like I'm looking at new cats coming up into the game, just completely remixing the style and. I get inspired by them and I'll even reach out like, hey, like, this is what I do. I know how you did this. Like, how? You know what I'm saying? And just build relationships through that. So just about humbling yourself, cool. yourself, of course, bro. Because I want to be a forever student. Like, if I ever felt as though I could stop learning, then that means there's a, there's a, there's, there's a problem there with that. Because I'm never going to, you're never going to master an art, to, in my personal opinion. You can always get better at it, though, but there's always something new to learn. And I'll never intend to stop learning. Yeah, that's a very healthy attitude because, you know, I, I feel like when it comes to a skill, sometimes we really, you feel the need to protect or just like carve out like, okay, this is my space and I'm trying to do my thing. So I'm really not trying to get people in, but you're pretty comfortable just reaching out and just. That's, I think that might be like a natural thing to want to sit there and cover with, you know, but if you do it that way, <laughs> that world is so small and there's gonna yeah. be so much there's only gonna be so soon to grow you know what i mean i'm a plant dad now you know what i'm saying and okay. on my balcony <laughs> i'm growing plants right who, who thought so what i'm learning is like eventually you got to get a bigger pot or else your plant's not going to grow right and it's kind of the same thing with that you know what i mean that's how that's the best way i could equate it like eventually this pot is going to be too small for me son so i gotta expand so mm-hmm. i can let my roots get bigger and grow and sprout new shit. so by doing that I always reach out to younger guys and like younger artists and other creators to pick their mind and shit because I want to. I never want to stop being a student. Damn, that's that's all like a wisdom nuggets right there. I fuck with it. <laughs> Get a bigger pot. <laughs> oh man! All right, so I was looking up your website, right? And mm-hmm. you have a series of collections on your website, and I've seen other artists have like, oh, this is this collection, this is this capsule. 
and in my mind i kind of treat collections as a an album yeah there's something common to each piece there's like a thread to it so i'm curious when you are starting a collection is it that you create one piece and then you're like hey can i create more or something similar themed or do you start with this is a theme i want i'm going to create multiple pieces like which comes first that theme or the artwork informs the theme. Um, if I'm doing a collection, um, it, it it really depends on what the situation is and the scenario. But I typically like to be real methodical, so I'll always have a concept in mind, an overall theme, an overall like message to kind of like you know mm. as a foundation. And whatever happens after that, mm -hmm. it goes from there. But for the most part, it's pretty much always a, like a specific, given like a common theme that will tell the story, and one piece will lead on into the next piece. And um, okay, that pretty much is like my system with it. So if mm -hmm. I've had Ooh, Lord, I've had I've had four collections. Like I've had four collections in the past, like like year, which is a lot to be honest with you. Uh, but the first collection I ever did, the first collection I ever done was um, the POV, and um, okay. those were uh, artworks that I've done in the past that led up to me actually being a legitimate like actual like business owner. So what I did mm -hmm. was, um, you, do you remember the weekend, right, the singer? Yeah, yeah. Remember when? Yeah. Remember like he had like those three mixtapes, and then he had his debut well, the album. Balloon, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. What he did was he had a trilogy. So basically, what he did was he took his past work, remastered it, and then mm -hmm. released it as a project. That's what my first debut was for me. These were artworks I've already done, but I just packed it up to make one complete whole set, and okay. I put it out that way. And that was my first debut. That was my baby. And then down the line, I had Famine of the Mind, which was mm -hmm. a follow-up, which pretty much I was in a space where, okay, I had this massive success with my first launch, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's lit, like yeah. I'm selling art, whatever, but like, now it's like, now what? You know what I'm saying? Like, I have no ideas. Was it next got, level yet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the worst, like, like, four or five months of my life, dog. Like, this is my first time ever having an actual, real, true creative drought. You know what I mean? Which is the title itself, Famine of the Mind. Like, I had no ideas. So I was speaking to one of my homies, um, EJ, um, back home in Miami, and he said, dog, like, that's your that's your theme right there. Speak about whatever like this and I have no ideas. And I'm like, damn. So that so that was that. So then we dropped Famine of the Mind. Way more darker than I'm ever used to doing, but that was the space I was in. You know what I'm saying? I was going through a mm -hmm. breakup. Fucking, you know, like I was working from home. I was just like, you know, just not not happy at all. And so then that was that. So that was again, that was my my first real like cohesive like theme based collection. Yeah. And then you have obviously the gold collection, which was a whole different life of its own thing because um that wasn't even supposed to be a collection at all. That whole piece, okay. that whole, that, that, <laughs> yeah, son, that whole rollout as nice as it did. Yeah. Look, that was that was done on a whim. It wasn't supposed to be that way. So what happened was those were already in my in my stash house for <laughs> because it was a random idea I had and I was chilling in bed like dog like what happened if I like slapped like some gold teeth on some of my favorite and most influential like individuals in my life who will play a role somehow yeah. some way and um I did it and I'm like I'll just put it out there because I'm in a space now where it's like I don't believe in cuffing ideas anymore like if it gets if it does something, it does something. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Because I don't believe anybody. And when I say anybody, including yourself, you're never supposed mm -hmm. to cuff ideas. Because if you cuff ideas and you leave them in your mind and you leave them away from the world, all you're really doing, you're hoarding. 
And if you hoard shit, mm-hmm. you're not gonna have room for ideas to grow. So that's why if you ever so who's ever listening to this, if you ever have any ideas, no matter how whack you think it may be, how lame you think it may be, put that shit out because don't do it for them. Do it for yourself because if you keep on holding on to your ideas, I'm, I swear to God, son, you're not going to have any type of room to have new thoughts. So that's why I did with my gold collection. I just say, hey, listen, this is my idea. I thought this was cool. Fuck with it or not. And I put it out. And then I woke up the next day and I had like hella text messages and notifications on my IG and Twitter. And my first thought was my my morbid ass. I'm like, <laughs> release the pitch I wasn't supposed to release it. They're like, do some foul shit. <laughs> that's the first thing that came to my mind. Like, damn. Oh, that's hilarious. Son, I was nervous as shit. But then I come to find out it's the, it's it's like the pizza I dropped. It was like all over the fucking place, right? Niggas was changing their app, they they IG pitches to it. I yeah. got like I got at least three dozen emails about I want this piece. And I'm like, you know, like this is this is an idea. Like it ain't supposed to be this. So I had two days of just like nonstop emails and DMs and comments about this shit, right? So mm-hmm. I got to a point where I'm like, you know what? Okay. Is this what you want? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what you want? All right, cool. So we're going to go about doing it in a real, like, again, my Virgo mind, methodical way. So um, I started I started up a, a, a business account with this uh, with this print company. Okay. And um, the account, you know, had a lot of credit and everything. And I told myself, all right, cool. If you're going to do this, we're going to do it the right way, okay? I'm going to put it out there for y'all, but it's only going to be limited, limited quantity. I'm only putting up 31 of them. 31, and that's it. And if I'm going to do it, I want to make it sort of special. So I had it printed on these, on this really nice um, polyester with a matte finish type of a type of a texture of, of a, a material, right? So the gold really uh, shines, yeah. Right. And that too, and also I want, yeah. I want the, I want the, I want the quality of the paper to not tear either. You know what I'm saying? I want mm-hmm. it to be like resistant, all that shit. So I said I'm gonna do it on 24 by on 24 by 36s, big joints. Matter of fact, like that's I'm on the wall right now. And uh, so I put that out there, and everyone was like, "All right, cool, bet." Now you know me, like I'm thinking, you know, you know, niggas be like, they say they on comedy. Just be talking, <laughs> but they hype it up. So I'm like, it's just it's just nice at least just to feel the notion of being warned. I guess I don't know. So yeah. five days later, I you know, I, I I made sure my site was ready to go. I had my business account in order. I had my print company on standby on standby. And I remember I called up my shipping, my container company as well. I had one of them on deck yeah. too. I said, oh, excuse me. I said, um, I'm gonna need like fifty like like fifty tubes. And I cool about two days. So I got my little tubes ready to go, website up and ready to go. And then I, uh, the day before, I wrote a statement mm-hmm. saying, hey, listen, you know, this is what it'll look like on March 15th. I think it was on a Monday, if I'm yeah. mistaken. At 10 a.m. Central Time, right? And boom. So Monday rolls around. I get up around maybe like an hour before 9 a.m., 8 o'clock. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get up at 8 o'clock and um, around 8.58, I go to just hit, um, I'm sorry, at, at 8.59, I go to hit, you know, upload, right? Mm-hmm. And, shit. and I'm like, okay, I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm over here like on the outskirts of New Orleans and shit. Maybe my Wi-Fi is kind of fucking up. But AT&T wilding. I hit refresh again. Nothing. I look at my yeah. phone. I got like 14 comments. Like, yo, I'm on the site. I'm trying to go on the site. Where is it? My dog. <laughs> everyone came to refresh, and I couldn't get through to upload this shit. Right. So I Damn. didn't go live until eight, bro. I didn't go live until nine oh eight, nine oh eight a.m. 
So I find uploader, right? And yeah. about maybe like six or seven seconds later, I heard a bing. Someone's bust something. Bing. Yeah. Bing. 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 <laughs> it sounded like a phone ring. You feel me? <laughs> Son, Whitney Houston. Mind you, it was only thirty pieces. Yeah. Houston, about thirty-six seconds, bro. Two yeah, minutes I later. I believe that. I believe two that. minutes later, <laughs> Ali was gone. Ten minutes later, Bob Marley was out of there. Um, maybe about maybe thirty minutes later, Malcolm X was gone. Forty-five minutes to an hour later, Richard Pryor was out of there. So that whole day, four out of us, like four out of the ten, sold out. The next day, Basquiat was gone. Chaka Khan out of there. You know what I'm saying? And then like you know, yeah. it was a. Uh, that uh it was it was it was it was some shit so now i had to call my shipping container back like yo um i think i'm gonna need more than 50. i called my print shop i said yeah bro i think i'm gonna need like um a couple hundred copies all right cool cool i said no no i'm gonna need like about a good like three something He's like that's for real i said yeah <laughs> i had them uh, i had them shipped i had so I, I dropped the bag on that and uh they had them shipped in from texas so now it's me by myself. Now, without all that nostalgia and adrenaline is out of me, I'm stuck with over 200 plus orders that I have to fulfill by myself. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So not only did I have to get those figured out, I also like sold other artwork that was on the site already because people, I guess, want to get like a combo or some shit because I went 50% off yeah. on my old too. So it took me about a month and three weeks to get all those shits packed, chipped, numbered. <laughs> out and everyone pretty much got theirs um got there some took later than usual you know what i'm saying because sometimes they maybe get lost lost in transit uh shipping out. yeah but out of those seven out of the ten sold out and they all got to their respective homes gee so that was one of the most biggest milestones of just my life in general you know what i'm saying like that's something i'm very very proud of and that happened to me in 2021 so now nah, that's yeah. dope that's dope that's a good problem to have and i'm i'm when i was checking the website and i saw like the sold out you know it's i get what you mean because sometimes like yeah twitter social media can hype up things but then they don't really show up for you it's like oh this is fire yeah like the likes and retweets are easy but actually spending money yeah that's good all of it honestly came from was when the, uh because obviously you know little blogs picked up here like picked up now and because it went the whitney houston piece went viral and um yeah what happened was is uh the source magazine picked it up and uh oh, they nice. went so fresh from Jean Grey, what do y'all think? And they told my ass up in them comments, bro. All they let me have is something crazy. They was on my ass, bro. Because they're like, Why would you do this ignorant shit? Who are you to put these dog teeth in the mouth? Like they was like like legit letting me have it the whole time, but by doing that, they keep on atting me, and I guess the yeah, algorithm. People, like, yeah. The conversation just keeps going, right? <laughs> I'm going and I end up on the explore page, and that leads to more hits, and that leads to more sales, and so on and so forth. But um, it definitely was an experience. But um, even though like it wasn't like that big of a deal, but that was like my like third time going viral in my art. Because I've gone viral like maybe like well, whatever you want to consider viral to be like two or yeah. three times in my in my uh creative career the first time i ever did it was from a nipsey hustle piece that i did when he passed away and that was went all over the place and then after that um i did a uh i, I remade pop smoke's album cover when he passed away 
I remade that. Okay. And uh, BET picked that up. And that was a whole nother, you know, thing within itself. And now, again, with the whole Whitney Houston thing, oh, the whole gold collection thing, that picked up legs of its own. But um, what I learned was, that was a lesson I learned, too, is just that um, that can be a mentally, that could be a little bit strenuous if you're not mentally prepared for it. Because now what happens puts you up on this, not pedestal, but puts you onto this spotlight. And now you feel this pressure. Yeah. Now what? Now what are the people are watching you and yeah, what's my next step gonna be? You feeling that internal too. Yeah. What ended up happening is is nigga, I, I don't care. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Because like at the end of the day, like I'm still gonna make the art that I wanna make. Um, no one's ever gonna touch mm-hmm. my process, no one's ever gonna make me feel as though I have to do this again. You know what I'm saying? No one's ever gonna dictate what I do because I went viral because I did what I wanted to do. And it even says in my in my bio, it says I make things that I think are cool. Like that's it. Like that's my method. Yeah. So it, people ask me, so what'd you do to do this? What'd you do? You just keep making art that you want to make. And that's literally the whole method. So when I when I keep that approach, it's just like those numbers really don't mean shit to me anymore. Like I'm thankful for it. Like it's it's super humbling to know that that group of that many amount of people care about what you do, but as selfish as it may sound, like I make art like for me, son, because that's my that's my therapy. Like that's my thing that I do. You know what I mean? I just happen to share it with you all. So keeps me humble. <laughs> Humans are social creatures that rely on cooperation to survive and thrive. And we do that by seeking and building relationships with others. It is key to success in our careers, social and personal lives. On Bad Energy, we are all about sharing and discussing incidents where we just had to cut someone off for our own good. Listen, learn from us, and if you have similar experiences, we would love to hear them. Just use the hashtag GCRBadEnergy on any social media platform. Do you have a story for the bad energy, like an experience you've had? Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, to be honest with you, a, a lot of my bad energy comes from comes from within, to be honest with you. I mean, I never have, I, I'll never put myself in a situation to where someone's putting bad juju on me, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty well, I'm pretty good on protecting my energy. But my bad energy would say just comes from natural self-doubt, naturally just, you know, sometimes questioning my ability. And that typically tends to happen mm-hmm. both when I have those mental droughts where I have no ideas. Yeah. I'm not doing any type of work. Sometimes, you know, that, that can that can fuck with me mentally, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I'm getting to a space now where I'm okay with just like not even opening my laptop a week at one, two weeks at a time. Like I'm okay with that now. But it's the the, the inner the inner competitor in me wants just to put you out every single day if I could, but that's not realistic. Like, I'm not a machine. Like I'm not meant to put out artwork every single day. I'm not even probably meant to put out artwork every week. You know what I'm saying? I'm meant to do it when I'm inspired to do it. But that's something I'm still mm-hmm. low-key internally dealing with. And when I feel stagnated, it's a snowball effect of other of other things. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like, am I losing it? Am I burnt out? Can I do it again? Should I do it again? <laughs> it's the next. It's a probably nigga next door to me. That's my spot. You know what I'm saying? So all these negative thoughts, though, but way better now with just you know grabbing them by the horn and just keeping them in in check because that shit wore me down at one point in time. Like before, even before the whole collection, I would legit just be like, I would be le- like legit like nauseous if I would go like three or four days without putting something new out. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt whack. Damn. Like, what am I? Wow. Like, what am I doing with my time? I could be doing this. I could be doing that. But I'm like, nigga, chill. Like, that ain't, you feel me? Like, no, that's not how that shit works. That's not how that works, bro. Nah. Mm-mm. But yeah, man, my bad energy, you see, like, just comes from um, 
that self-doubt that can come from within. But externally, nah, bro. I'm I'm pretty solid within my within, within my regards. Damn, that's that's interesting. I think like you're the first person who's gone within, because with most people, there's always clearly not clearly, but it's kind of easy to identify relationships or people who does you know just like suck energy from you or just give you bad vibes or just slow you down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess you're the first person who's had that much eternal internal like yes but, but yeah, I'm, the but like, I'm 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 on the older side i'm i'm, I'm 32 in september g so it's just like I'm, I'm in a stage now where like not that i can spot that energy from a mile away but it doesn't it it, it, it you seize it like i got you mean it's like i've i've been around like i know how to just tell from my phone it's like yeah you know what i'm saying like nah it's like it's especially too that's the good thing about getting older is like the older you get the more like you become more solid with who you are as a man you know what i'm saying and the older I get, yeah you're sure I'm, of yourself I'm, yeah I'm sure of myself of who i am and even more so like what i'm not and i think that's another thing too like when you understand like what you're not and you know that already how can somebody use that against you they can't you know what that's <laughs> that that's really no that's that's a major key because that's the thing too yeah you want to be confident and know exactly who you are what you bring to the table but also just knowing just who you are not and being comfortable with that like hey these are my shortcomings maybe i'm working towards it or maybe i just can't and you know what sometimes it's okay to have some deficiencies like that's just it it is exactly what it's gonna be like i know for a fact like i'm not no corporate ass type of a dude bro like that's just not me like I thought I was. I, <laughs> yeah. I tried to be that when I was in college, bro. I, bro, I had no tats. I had nothing. So I'm like, bro, I went to college. I was gonna be an entertainment attorney, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be entertainment. Yeah, I'm gonna write up. I'm gonna write up record contracts and oversee sample clearances and do all this shit. And but then around my sophomore year, I'm like, nigga, I hate reading. Like, what am I doing? Like, no, this is like, <laughs> uh-huh. I like, I like, I like. I like tattoos. Like I like growing my hair out. I like doing natural shit. Like I like wearing Jordans every day. Like I'm not. That's not. That ain't me. So then I end up switching my major, thinking I can find a happy medium. I got a major in communication, mm-hmm. public relations. Biggest fucking waste of time of my life. But college was a good experience for me. But that was such a bullshit ass major. Yeah. I had nobody tell me otherwise. So I got a major in communication, public relations, and shit. I get into the field upon graduation. Right. Yeah. Instantly turned off. I'm like son like mm. this is what life looks like as an- you don't like the space son, like yeah I, I don't like wearing like i didn't like at the time i didn't like having to wear like business casual every day i just i just didn't like that type of environment i don't like sitting in the fucking desk or a cubicle like that's not me so <laughs> i had to do some social things figure out like hey bro I, I i think i'm a creative i just don't know how or what but i'm definitely not the most like rudimentary clean cut just corporate type of a guy that's just not who i am now you know mm-hmm. could i cut my locks and you know dress it up and do it yeah but i wouldn't be happy i end up probably making myself like physically sick because i'm of the belief that if you just do shit for money that you don't want to do eventually you got to pay for that with your health in some shape or form whether it be cancer whether it be lose something has to give and I'm not putting myself in that situation, bro. I'll I be damned before I do anything that I don't want to do just because it makes me look a certain type of a way or even may pay me a certain amount of money. You know how much money I leave on the table every every other month for not doing out certain album covers? I'm in a stage now where, bro, I have, I feel you. Bro, I have professional boundaries now, son. Like, there's sometimes I will happily be like, nah, bro, I'm, 
I'm not taking this on. I'm not going to do it because I'm for one, uh, I don't like your music. I don't like who you stand for. And <laughs> I don't like your kind of yeah. ideas. I'm not putting myself through that. I can get my own bag. I'm straight. No, that's, that's dope because to be in a position where you can actually choose the work you want to do because that just also makes the whole creation process easier as fuck because if there's a willingness, if there's a, if the space is good, if you want to be there, like some things just flow much easier as opposed to trying to force the issue and as you've already shared, having that whole eternal conflict. It's not yeah, it's just, it's just going to be twice as hard for no reason. And you're not going to feel happy about the work at the end of the day. Why do it? Now, Grant, though, you do have some individuals who are good at that. Like they, they, they're machines. Like they give them an assignment, you give them direction, they execute and shout to them. But that's not mm -hmm. me. So I'm like, if I'm going to work on a project, I need you to give me the reins. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I, it's one thing to collaborate though, but I'm not going to have you just finger pumping me all the way through this because you you brought me in for, because of my ideas and what I can do. Leave me in this room mm -hmm. and let me do it how I see fit. Because if that's the case, go to YouTube University and do it yourself. But no, you brought me on for this. Let me do it because I'd be damned if I put in six or seven, three or four or five or six hours of work in of what I think is the most amazing. Because I give when I if I do a cover for you, I'm giving you an original piece. That's that was that yeah. that didn't exist before. And that's not going to exist afterwards. On a scale of one to ten, where ten is extremely difficult, mm -hmm. how easy would you say it is to get to know you? How easy is it to get to know me? Yeah. You said ten being the most difficult. Yeah. So, like in your mind, whatever difficult looks like, ten is the most difficult. I'm probably about a four. I'm a pretty much open book, G. Now, granted, okay. like I'm, okay. I don't, I don't, I, I never say more than necessary, which some people may be made, like they may be uncomfortable behind that, though. But I'm pretty much an open book. You know what I mean? I, I, I take a considerable amount of pride at this stage in my life of being an effective communicator. So, um, if anything's oh, that's know, dope. I'll speak on, you know what I mean? But I'm not that difficult to get to know. I got, I got nothing to hide, no baggage. Hmm. That's an interesting question. <laughs> That's interesting. Humans are weird. Like, as I'm sure if, let's say, I'm talking to, like, your close friends, they might have different skills for you, but then how you view yourself in relation to yourself. Like, okay, I probably put myself a bit higher, mm -hmm. but I also don't think... I think I communicate clearly enough. I definitely do not overshare. Like... <laughs> I really would need to get to know you pretty well mm -hmm. for me to like really tell you anything that's like deep or personal but I'm very okay like just like hey what's good you can just like chat it up no problem but I would rate myself slightly higher well, just yeah, because yeah. I wouldn't go yeah I wouldn't go out of my way to come say hello I mean I would <laughs> if I want <laughs> but like no but like you said it's also age like if I let's say we're having a party or like we met in a social setting and I wanted to get to know you just because like, oh, that guy sounds interesting. I have no problem moving up to you to talk to you, but I'm not going to do that to everyone that's there. Like, hi, my it, name is so it, nice. It sounds like you. you're more so big on energy. Yeah. Like I need to feel, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, it does. It has to. So that's why like for me, like I don't necessarily see myself just opening up just to anybody because like, it's like, you know, what, what, where am I giving my energy to? You know what I'm saying? And that's the reason why like and up until this point, yeah, my chakras and just my whole alignment is so pure because everyone's not in my circle like that. I'm not, or I'm not in everybody's face. But you know, yeah, I mean, I'm more yeah. energies and, and, and vibes. As cliche as that may sound.
Again, Jean, thank you so much for coming on. Can we just get your social so that you know listeners know where they can find you? And also your websites. We'll definitely put that in the show descriptions. All of that. I appreciate you having me, bro. Um, again, I'm uh, I go by Gene Gray. Um, I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Gene Gray G E N E G R E Y. Um, and if you want to cop some art, you can always go on my website at GeneGrayArtwork.com. All right, Gene. Again, thank you so much for coming on. It's Cyril with Gene, and we out. And love is love. Peace. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com. Kind of have some experience just by virtue of what this podcast and also just having friends who also exist, like, you know, graphic designers, uh, guys or uh, people who make music, people who also paint or sculpt and when you're talking with them everybody's all like yeah we need to just like you know widen the community expand the circle like just reach out because like together we can all do so much dope shit together but then it's like everybody's either been burned before or maybe sometimes honestly it's so hard just trying to get yours like you get so focused on okay what do i need to do to make sure I'm taking care of myself and I'm pushing myself or I'm getting to the level I want to, that you forget what a friendly, you know, connection looks like. So that sometimes you just, you know, you just work with someone and that's it. It's not everybody that's coming for your sport. So it's not everybody that's just coming to take what you have. You forget what that looks like. So it gets tricky. I feel like sometimes... Well, not even to cut you off, but it just, it just gets unfortunate because um, you got so many cats who have been, like you said, been burned in the past, have been scarred or the whole notion of, you know, everybody wants a discount or a handout, you know what I'm saying? That can turn a lot of people <laughs> off. And I've experienced, I'm on, I've experienced that too, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to let one knucklehead ruin it for an actual true collaborator though, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of that guy who got his heart for you in sixth grade and goes around breaking everyone's heart. <laughs> it's the same shit, bro, like. Yeah, no, never gonna be me again. <laughs> You're not doing that shit, so I refuse to do that. That's why. That's why. Again, time will always reveal so much true colors at the end of the day. So that's why, like you know, I go into everything. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I go into it uh, in good faith. You know what I mean? And you know, mm. and usually, typically, the universe pretty much reveals what needs to be revealed. You know what? That's interesting because I think I, I I think I do the reverse. I go into every not in bad faith, but I sort of go through worst case scenarios. But I still go in though. But I prep myself. Okay, this is how this can go bad, just so that if it does go bad, I don't find myself being surprised. I'll be like, ah, drats, I saw this coming, but hey, I kind of knew it could have gone this way, so I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to go this way, but having an element of I sort of prepared for it just kind of, you know, puts me in a much more comfortable position going in. So it's yeah, it's kind of interesting. You go in more hopeful, I guess. I think comfortability is a, is a gift and a curse. I'm learning all I get, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> too long, I get uncomfortable. I'm like, why am I so comfortable? You know what I'm saying? I got to feel some type of attention because um, that's what growth kind of feels like. If I, go, if I go to the gym and I don't feel sore, then what did I really do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When people show you who they are, why don't you believe them? Why must you be shown 29 times before you can see who they really are? 
Why can't you get it the first time?